Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Weird Weekly News. I'm Gina. Howdy, I'm Rich. And we are bringing you all the weird news this week. It could be actually, you know, so it could be old stories, nude stories, news stories. But what? Nude stories? Not what? News, not nude oh. stories. Just I was going to say, wait a minute. Where do I sign up for that? News stories uh, could be from a long time ago or now. But uh, so let's figure out who's going to go first. Rich, you ready? That's me. All right. Oh, I don't know, man. You've won the last four. I'm kind of sick of this. I All right, love it. Rock, Rock, paper, paper scissors, shoot. shoot. Oh, my God. I have a rock and have paper and I lost again. I'm done. I'm hey, quickly. Did you know they found more human remains in Lake Mead? Yes, I saw that and I thought it'd be this way. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> they found even more. It's, it's there, huh? I think it's like five times now, if I'm not mistaken. All right, so find I'm Jimmy gonna, Hoffa there, I think. And it's just insanity. I I can't believe how many they found. So okay. So my first news story, the headline is from Newsweek, by the way. And okay. uh the the headline says Girl Six hilariously arms herself against vampires, werewolves, and witches. Nice. Right. So I'm actually going to read this directly. Hold from on. Me. I got to get a pen and write down what she did. I need to know in case <laughs> I run across any of these. Um, I'm go- I know she's very creative. So oh, okay. I'm actually going to re- read this news story as it is because it was so such a cute article. This was from uh, July 14th of this year okay. in Newsweek. And it says a mom was in hysterics after seeing the odd assortment of items her daughter packed for their road trip that included garlic, a fake candle, salt, and sage to fight quote monsters. Elise Bryant from Long Beach was a double was double checking her six year old daughter's Coretta's bag as they packed up for a five day trip up the central coast of California. So she told Newsweek, I started laughing when I pulled out the items, but I wasn't surprised. A lot of the items are from her, quote, monster hunting kit that she made and usually carries around in a cardboard box. She explained to us that the aluminum foil, which she she said was silver for the werewolves, the sage was for the evil spirits, and the garlic salt has two purposes, garlic to fight vampires and salt to keep the witches away. So she got creative, garlic salt. That's like ingenious uh she learned from the movie hocus pocus which is her favorite movie and she used a fake candle before her or uh before for her seances that she has with a collection of her rat finger puppets so she would use her finger puppets and have the seance i guess previously so after initially finding the stash bryant shared a tweet along with a photo to her account at, at elise m bryant uh, and it it racked up nearly 130,000 likes. She wrote, I checked my daughter's six-year-old bag she packed for a road trip, and I found sage, garlic salt, all of her descendant stalls, a fake candle and foil, which she referred to as silver, and three flashlights. What does she know about this trip that I don't, <laughs> was the caption on her uh, post. Right. So chatting with Newsweek, Bryant admitted that she didn't allow Coretta to bring all of her supplies to fight off the ghosts and ghouls. I didn't let her bring most of it, not because I didn't approve, but because those items are really special to her and I didn't want her to lose them at one of our stops. At home, we really try to follow her lead and let her explore her interests, even though they can be a little spooky. Uh, So she said, the only thing I've given a firm no to is her request for a Ouija board. So she keeps asking our family and friends to give her one secretly. Bad idea. (laughs) 
<laughs> After going through the Twitter responses, Bryant quoted Coretta saying, see, you should have let me bring all of it because the lights kept flickering. And you know what that means? It means ghosts. So she claims her daughter's supplies did come in handy once saying at our last hotel, the power was also out. So I immediately brought up the three flashlights that were in her bag and she just laughed. We all had to share that single one I let her bring. So she said uh, she claimed no one was surprised over her checklist, adding she she started talking about ghosts and using scary voices before she was even two years old. Halloween is her favorite day of the year. She's really creative and curious and loves to build things out of what she calls magic trash. She's always going on some sort of quest or mission that she uh, she's patiently trying to explain to us and we do our best to keep up. So, you know, it goes on a little bit more about that, but it was so hilarious. And for those of you that, uh, you know, are listening to this, you can go to our YouTube uh, page or you can go in the comments and we have a list, uh, a photo with the list of things that are there. So, so I thought that was very cute. I needed to share. Keep up the good work. We appreciate everything you're doing for us out there. You're helping us out. (laughs) I know, right? I like that. She's See? doing good. Yeah, keep up the good work, Coretta. Yes. Battle yes. those monsters. Yeah, there's not, awesome. enough, not enough of us out there. I know, girl after hour. She's going to be like the future of paranormal investigators. Yeah, wow. I love know. it. Sounds like yeah. she's prepared. She is indeed. What do you got for us? Uh, let's see, what I have is uh, comes to us from Salt Lake City. Ooh. And a Utah man is accused of causing a wildfire by burning a spider. What the- <laughs> I hate spiders. <laughs> I really do. I don't like spiders. and I, I don't you know, either, but guess what? I recently caught, captured two and took them out to the wild. So I was really proud. I was proud of myself that I saved them. Spiders? Mm-hmm. The wild, like out your back door wild? Yes. That oh, one. I was going to say I'm so, I sure hope you didn't drive them somewhere. No, I just went out. Like I took. Them I, the I have a bad story about driving <laughs> an animal somewhere that we all heard. So we don't want to go down that road again. No, it, it was just. It was actually just across the street. It made me feel better. Not like a raccoon in a box or anything, huh? Right. No, not at all. I don't know how I get sucked into those things. <laughs> anyway, a Utah man has been arrested. Utah man on accusations that he started a wildfire while trying to burn a spider with his lighter. <laughs> This 26-year-old individual told deputies he spotted the spider Monday while he was hiking in the areas of the foothills south of Salt Lake City near Springville. He acknowledged starting the fire, but then explained why he was trying to burn the spider. So he he admits that he started this fire when he was trying to burn a spider, but didn't explain why he didn't like that spider. I, I mean, know. most people just say, like, if I see a big spider in my house, I'm just going to burn it down. So, I mean, we all know why he did it. <laughs> yeah. The, the next sentence is going to tell you why. Oh, okay. deputies found a jar of marijuana in his belongings, huh. but he didn't appear to be high. Okay. Okay. There's no evidence that suggested he intentionally started the blaze. Right. So that's a good thing. But he already yeah. admitted that he didn't intentionally do it. He did it on accident. But. It was reckless and a puzzling decision because that area of Utah, Utah is bone dry and has extreme drought conditions. Yeah. I mean, literally it just takes one spark, I think, to create a tragedy, honestly. All joking and aside. Authority said they don't know why he did it and there might not even be a why. He may just did it to do it. So he was afraid of the spider and caused a forest. He was he was arrested, however. So oh, okay. That's good. And his bail was set at two thousand dollars. 
<laughs> well, you think he learned his lesson? I hope so. Maybe next time, just like if you feel it, I mean, just do like I do now. I get a cup and I get like a little piece of cardboard and I cover the spider and I put the little paper up there and then I carry him outside. I just did it yesterday. Yeah, that's what I do too. No, you don't. <laughs> I feel like you're, you, you do not exterminate. I mean, I feel like you exterminate them rather than evict them. Depends on how they look at me. <laughs> They have, well, beady, they have those beady, beady little eyes. Some people, they smell I, like cabbage. Spider, I, I, they smell like cabbage. How <laughs> do spiders smell like cabbage? <laughs> yeah, you know. Oh, Lord. All right. My next story is coming out of Georgia. A Georgia oh. monument seen by some as satanic was damaged from a pre dawn explosion. Uh, so this is from NPR from July 6th. And I do remember like seeing different headlines about this. I don't know if you had seen this yet at all. You've, have you heard about this story? No. Okay. So a rural Georgia. So this is from NPR, a rural Georgia monument that some conservative Christians criticized as satanic and others dubbed America's Stonehenge was demolished Wednesday. I'm sorry. After a pre-dawn bombing turned one of its four granite panels into rubble. What, what are you talking about? In Georgia. So it's yeah, what's the name the, of it? The Georgia Guidestones Monument near Elberton, oh. Georgia, oh, okay. was damaged by an explosive device, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation said, and later knocked down for safety reasons, leaving a pile of rubble. So gotcha. surveillance footage showed a sharp explosion blowing one panel to rubble just after 4 a.m. Uh, investigators who released the video of the silver uh, released a video was uh, seen a silver sedan leaving the monument. After prior vandalism, video cameras connected to the county's emergency dispatch center were stationed at the site. Uh, said, hold on, let me read that paragraph again. After prior vandalism, video cameras actually were ended up getting connected to the county's emergency dispatch center. And they were stationed like at that site so they could see just because of previous damage. Mm -hmm. uh, the, enig the enigmatic roadside attraction was built in 1980 from local granite commissioned by an unknown person or group under the pseudonym R.C. Christian. That's given the Guidestones a sort of shroud of mystery around them because the identity and intent of the individuals who commissioned them is unknown, said Katie McCarthy, who researches conspiracy theories for the Anti-Defamation League. And so that has helped over the years to fuel a lot of speculation and conspiracy theories about the Guidestones' true intent. So the 16-foot high panels bore a 10-part message in eight different languages with guidance for living in an age of reason, it says. One part called for keeping the world population at 500 million or below, while others called to guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. It also served as a sundial and astronomical calendar, but it was the panel's mention of eugenics population control, and global government that made them a target of far-right conspiracy uh, conspirators. So the monument's notoriety took off with the rise of the internet, uh, until it and then it, it became a roadside tourist attraction with like thousands of people visiting it each year. So the story goes on to talk about, you know, more things with regards to it. But uh, what... What is in, very interesting about these guidestones, and I want to take a deeper dive. So this would be like one of those things that we I would love to look at a little bit more closely uh, for a full episode. Is that some people were saying that 
these guidestones also uh, had information on it, like how to rebuild society, essentially. So that's one of the theories behind it and that somebody was trying to destroy it uh, in light of all the other things going on in the government. So without going down a rabbit hole on this story, I'll definitely post a link to the story so everybody can read it, get a little Mm -hmm. bit more information or decide for itself. But I thought it was pretty interesting because when you read some of the other articles that's related to this, you have people that politically are far right that are saying like this was a satanic thing, but then you also have people that were on the far left or on the left side that are saying uh, the right, uh, it's like from their their perspective, like it's meant for a government that would be considered a far right government. And um, so both are blaming each other for, you know, uh, destroying it and for the destruction. And then you have a group that said, you know, it was basically keys to moving on with civilization after the big fallout and the big failure of civilization, like how to rebuild it. So it was the keys for everybody to get back on their feet after some kind of global tragedy. Mm -hmm. It was a very mysterious thing. And part of it was demolished. Uh, And Hmm. so if you want to read more about it, like I said, we'll have the link and maybe we can do a full, full episode on that sometime. Interesting. So what do you got for our last story? Sorrow in Choco Taco Town after summer treat is discontinued. Did you know that? You didn't know that Choco Tacos are gone? I did. I heard about this. Well, it's a good thing I have a nice big picture of one that I'm going to post on the Facebook page because it'll make everybody hurry. It actually (laughs) looks like a fish with its mouth open. But anyway, (laughs) that's just me. <laughs> Taco tacos are dead. Ta- Choco tacos are dead. A tech millionaire offered to buy it. Really? He, yep. After it was after that company was, I think it was Good Humor. I think. Mm-hmm. Klon, okay, Klondike is the one who owns it. Um, but it was yeah, when they announced they were in this a person, a millionaire, offered to buy that branch of the company you know so they They're can, like continue they, it. like when the twinkies went away yeah. everybody was saying and then other people were gonna make them and whatever the case may be yeah um but a u.s senator suggested that the government should force manufacturers to make it so in the senate they want to force the Kleindike company who owns that <laughs> to they want to force them to make a choco taco how can they so, force them to do it though if they want to just stop doing it? All the other th- problems we have in the world, and they're just, worried, about, worried about a choco taco. They're worried about forcing this a company is it, to folks. Make- this, is, this, this is it, folks. This is how it ends, right? Here. We talked about the destruction uh, of society. It's going to be over. Of, taco yep, taco. And it, this is the this is the first the first taco that falls. The choco taco <laughs> it says Klondike is not budging from its plan to discontinue the choco taco. Klondike confirmed Tuesday that the summer treat is being pulled from ice cream trucks, convenience stores, and grocery shelves. So if you see them, you should buy them if you really like the Choco Taco, because once they're gone, they're going to be gone and you're not going to, they're not coming back, folks. That's it. That's all she wrote. It's, you know, they, it says they confirmed that. And this past Tuesday, they confirmed it finally, because I think there was some talk out there before that. Uh, yeah, obviously, you know, you hear rumblings of different things, but they confirmed right. it. Um, it says over the past two years, they've experienced an unprecedented spike in demand across the portfolio and have to make a very tough decision to make sure that everything else is available nationwide. Huh. 
That's what a Klondike representative said. Says a necessary but unfortunate part of this process is what we sometimes must that we sometimes must discontinue products, even a beloved item like Choco Taco. Now, I can think of some other things I can get rid of. One, that red, white, and blue bomb pop thing. Get rid of that. Oh no, you can't get rid of bomb pops, Rich. Those are American. <laughs> okay. What about that one? What's what's the one ice cream that has a little gumball on the bottom? You got to dig and you get the gumball. The screwballs? Right. Like- I see. I, I see where their where their dilemma is. Everything that everybody wants to get rid of, nobody wants to get when rid of. When I so hear apparently- the ice cream truck in my neighborhood, I still go crazy like I'm five and I'm looking for change in money in case he happens to come down my street because I don't want to go chasing after him and look like a weirdo. But a screwball is the one thing that I'm always looking to buy. Hmm. And there was no screwball. Well, apparently, when they asked the question, Choco Taco must have lost the vote because, see, I would have picked those two before Choco Taco. No, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it. You want to hear something really paranormal? Uh, I've never had a Choco Taco. We'll find some. Yeah, I'm gonna need to try one just in case. If we could find any, I I was. I can be inflamed. When I go to the grocery store next, off to see if they have them at the grocery store. I know I've seen them there. I don't know if they still do. Perfect. But yeah, um, so you know what? The popular Choco Taco treat going bye-bye. And oh. you know what? I don't know what to tell you. It's been around since 1983. So. Well, goodbye, Choco Taco. Bye. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. You know what? Maybe Taco Bell will buy them. For some reason, I thought that that's where the Choco Taco originated. I'm not going to lie. Like, I just... I never had one, so when everybody was talking about the Choco Taco, I thought it was the Taco Bell thing. I mean, that would only make sense to me, right? Made it. Yeah. I mean, so you heard it here, people. Choco Taco, please. but they already turned down somebody that tried to buy it anyway. So I don't. So, think uh, which know. which is odd, isn't it? Well, yeah, because let's, they let's just don't want anybody else to be. You know, they, let's dwell on that for a second. Why, if someone offers to buy buy a product from you? Instead of discontinuing, you, why don't you just sell it? You, what's the right. purpose of saying no? We don't want the money. We're still gonna. We don't want to make it no more. Well, that's kind of odd, right? Well, I guess maybe they don't want other people to have the money, or maybe there's a trade secret to making it that would divulge yeah, maybe trade secrets to other products that they make, like like that's the bomb the pop or something. Or... Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of is that it like in the making of it would reveal, however, or a screwball or whatever you called it. More screwballs, please. <laughs> those are my favorite. You know what, paranormal? I've never had one of those before. I just know what they are. Okay, we're going to exchange ice creams next time. But I mean, that red, white, and blue pop, you you try to eat it, it's melting all over your hand. You yeah, that's stuff true. All but over, I mean, uh, that's that's like one of those uh, things you can't get, get rid of. That's uh, like saying ban the apple pie. Like, you don't do that in America. Okay. Mm. You just don't do it. <laughs> okay, what pie would you get rid of? Cherry pie? Pecan. Oh, pecan pie is good though, but I could do without it. But it's good for like it's, it's just too much, too uh, rich for me. Yeah, when I've rich. had it before, I'm like, oh my too god, rich for rich. Gotta have pumpkin pie. Gotta have strawberry rhubarb pie. Yeah, that's apple pie, right. peach pie. Oh, have you ever had rhubarb upside down cake? So uh, so freaking good. You make it, just not. make it exactly like you're making a pineapple upside down cake. Instead, you just use chunks of rhubarb. I tell you, everybody, it is absolutely freaking delicious. You must do it. Just tune in every on. Wednesday for weird news and, and talk about some baking tips. <laughs> I love All it. right, everybody. Well, with that, thanks for joining us. Uh, make sure you join us every other Monday for 
our uh, full episode podcast and every Wednesday for our weird weekly news. So thanks everybody for joining us today. Ciao. Peace out. Ciao. Bye.